I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. We're the guys from that film, Stu, and this is our latest review, No One Will Save You. Written, directed, and produced by Brian Duffield, No One Will Save You is the science fiction horror film starring Caitlin Dever. The movie is out now on Disney+, Plus. but if you haven't watched No One Will Save You yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. So, Luke, what is No One Will Save You about? Bryn Adams is a creative and talented young woman who's been alienated from her community. Lonely, but ever hopeful, Bryn finds solace within the walls of the home where she grew up until she's awakened one night by strange noises from decidedly unearthly intruders. What follows is a face-off between Bryn and a host of extraterrestrial beings who threaten her future while forcing her to deal with her past. Yes. Do you know what? Can I Can I just start by ripping this bandit off. So when we watched the trailer for this, and obviously it was like, you know, like the North American trailer. So it had like the PG-13 classification at the end. And I was like, I was that asshole that was like, oh yeah, do you know what? This is probably going to be pretty tame in terms of like the violence, the, and and look, for the most part it is. It's not, it's not full on, but I'm like, ah, oh, it's going to be pretty generic, basic little tension scares, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put this on Disney Plus. I'm like, MA Plus? What the hell? Okay, sit tight. This is going to be fun. So, yeah, I had that wrong. My bad. <laughs> well, honestly, it was only recently we were talking about it on the news show because this wasn't a thing until recently. Like the announcement that like, it was going to be Hulu in the US, Disney Plus here for us in Australia, that like, this film, it kind of was nowhere. And then it was everywhere. You know, we got the posters, that first trailer, and then, you know, the movie was released. And then acclaimed directors like Guillermo del Toro, like talking about this movie very positively online, Stephen King. Like, honestly, so much praise for this movie. I'm with you, though. I was thinking, do you know what? This looks like it could be a decent teen horror film. This is not that. Like, this, this is, is, this it, is. is <laughs> it is something else. And it's just surprising that it's just landed on a streaming service because this really is like something else. And it's a lot better than most things that are getting put on the big screen. I mean, is it too much to say like this is like an artsy kind of like little outing that we're we're going on here? Like I mean I mean, we'll get to, you know, the lack of dialogue and stuff like that. Well, I was going to say, to answer your question, this movie has only a single line of dialogue, and that is 93 minutes of runtime. Mm. That's how long you've got to wait. And even when that happens, there's only eight words spoken. I mean, there are words throughout the, the movie. Like, there are characters saying, like... You know, like maybe single words or like two words here or there or a couple expressions, but 
there's no conversations. There's no, yeah, there's no communication. Everything is done through the action that we see, the expression of characters, the the eyes, the faces, the the movement, just the actions that people are doing. It's visual storytelling accompanied by the the music, the score, the obviously the sound effects and you know, you're building all the tension and the feeling that that they they want to create is is being delivered through the visuals, the lighting, the the creatures, all of that. And everything that's tying that together is Caitlin Dever, who plays oh, and Brin, she, the, yeah. I'm just going to call it the, the only actor really in this movie. No, I mean, there, there are other actors, but like the only one worth talking about is her. Well, the other one would be the character of Maud. Like, you know, she's pretty significant, but, but you're right. Like other characters, like the mailman, Brin's mother, Chief Collins, you know, other characters do yeah. pop up, but not with, with dialogue. You know, there's some people. Yep, there's some people that won't watch a film if it has subtitles. You know, those people are out there. This movie, it could have been in any language. And then, you know, that one line of dialogue and the movie is still the movie because it's all about the performance and everything else that you said, you know, the lighting, the look, the aliens, everything, just how this movie is shot it's just it's really it's really interesting like you know before we got ready to record um you were like saying hey what are we going to be reviewing and it's like i don't know the movie that everybody's talking about but the movie that for the live for me i've got it written in front of me now no one will save you without seeing it written down i forget it every time it's not the most <laughs> memorable title for me personally. It gets muddled in in my brain. But you know, going back to what's you know happening online, like there's so much positive buzz around this film. And the director Brian Duffield, the film he did before this, I have seen uh, Spontaneous. Have you seen that? Um, I haven't actually seen it, but it's on my list of. I want to check that out because it sounds like a funny concept. <laughs> it is, and and you know, an, an interesting concept, and that's what we're getting with this movie as well. Like just like spontaneous, what we're getting here, it's kind of like it's a twist on what we've seen before. Like this movie is essentially it's a horror film, it's a home invasion movie, but it's not Michael Myers. It's aliens. And it's you know it's the classic aliens. That's what the that's what they're mainly um, using as an influence here. So it's you know like the fifties. You know was reported in the US, described by abducted people who were said to have had encounters of the third kind. And it's the Greys. That's what we're getting here for the most part. Mm. Until we're not, then we've got like giant ones. And they almost like the movie, like spiders. I'm like, oh, this is weird. This is different. But based on that first trailer, I was getting signs vibes. You know, just because it was like, you know, a farmhouse, you know, movement yeah, you like, know, under the door. Subtlety to it. Yeah. The reflection in the knife. And I was thinking it was going to be more like that. Honestly, the freakiest part of this movie for me, it's at the beginning of the movie, an alien is in the house. And it is still moving slightly, 
then still, and then just the sound of the alien running on the floorboards. For me, <laughs> creepiest part of the movie. That got me so unnerving, oh, that sound. There was a bit, it was a bit more like on the nose, but I think it's it's probably about halfway through the movie and she's under that, she's under that table. And then like, it's like the creature is in the room, but she thinks she's hiding from it. And then she turns around and then it's just like, it's just there, just looking at her, not doing anything. Just looking at it. It's really, it's really close. I'm just like, nope. <laughs> like that's, yeah, visually, like there's some freaky shit happening in this movie. It's, it's, it's full on. But, but there's a lot of like actiony stuff, you know, like yeah. jumping on roofs and and know, all of that. Fast and stuff. Well, you know, whenever you watch anything, you're trying to work out. Okay, so there's what we think could be going on, but is there something else going on? Mm. What's really happening here? And and you start to think, well, I did at least. Is this actually an alien invasion, or is this just her psychosis, like something that's happening? Um, yes, for her question. So- yeah. So you've got all. All of that, and you're like, okay, so you know what is what is actually happening? So, which it's really it's really engaging, and again, with a 93 minute runtime, it's a very very tight film. Yeah, it's it's, it's full on. Like my going into, it, I thought we were just going to get her at the house, trapped in the house, not able to leave. But you know, then we get her going out to town and stuff, and you know, the movie opens with her obviously like going out to town. She's trying to say hello to people, literally everyone's just ignoring her. You start to have these questions of, you know, like, okay, what's what's wrong with this girl? Like, why is she a bit weird and quirky? And, you know, like, and why does she live in this old, you know, like, you know, farmhouse type thing? What's the deal? Why does she like that really old song that she's playing on that record? What's the deal? And then you find out about like her friends' parents, and you're like, okay, she blames herself for something in you know w- with that letter she wrote, and then they're spitting on her, which dead set is assault. There's so many questions, and then all these crazy in a police happening. station as well, spitting yeah. on her in a police station, and you're thinking like, yeah, what is what is going on? So you're watching it, and then you're thinking, I mean, I'm sure you thought the same thing. Well, there was obviously um an accident you know they were friends and and something happened but then when you find out what really happened and she picks up the rock you're like holy shit like you know this really this really did take a turn but obviously what she did she did out of hang what she did she did out of anger and this movie you know as much as it is about aliens it's about trauma and how do you survive like how do you live how do you move past something horrific that has happened whether you were the person that caused the trauma or was the victim of it it's like how can you move past it and that it i honestly i again we went into this thinking hey it's a pg-13 horror movie let's uh let's check it out a bit of light entertainment not so much there's so much more going on with this film yeah, look, and, and it all, again, it comes down to Caitlin Dever's performance and the character that is written for her, Bryn, all of that, the, you know, the reveal of, of what she did, how she's both handling this situation, which, again, I'm sitting here this whole time thinking, this must be in her head. She's going to just wait. And there is that sequence where she wakes up and it's like, okay, what's happening? No, there's still about half an hour left in the movie. What's going on? This isn't wrapping up just yet. And it's like, no, that 
is is a and it's mental. It's it's playing with you. I'm still not really clear on the actual ending of this movie though. Like, so it's like again, there's there's no dialogue or subtitles for the aliens. They're having a conversation when they abduct her. It seems like throughout the movie we've seen other human characters be sort of their bodies have been taken over. Hers is at some point the aliens are sort of they're accessing her memories. They're working out, they find out what she's done. And then it's like, they make a decision that she's okay to just remain as she is. And then she then lives in a, you know, in a town full of, I guess, alien possessed people. And she's happy now because she can now interact and be with people and, and enjoy and celebrate with, I'm like, what? <laughs> what you've I'm just, not really sure. What you've just said there, that is the answer according to the director. For him, yes, he yeah. really likes the character of Bryn and he wanted to give her a happy ending. So what is happening is that, yep, you've got the invasion, you've got the flying saucers, you know, you've got to imagine that not just like her town, everywhere, all over the world, the people that shunned her, that were mean to her, they've been taken over. But in her eyes, you saw happiness. So she is actually herself and she is free for the first time since what happened when she was a kid. So is it a case that the, the aliens, I guess, like, understood her and in a way like rewarded her or let her be or was it more a case of well like did she defeat them like i'm i'm just not clear i mean the specifics around that i mean for the aliens like she went full macaulay culkin didn't she like kevin McAllister. like she was using (laughs) household objects to kill aliens when she killed that first one with because she's got that model you know model town and she used at the top of the building to pierce the aliens head you're like holy crap and um she went on to to kill some more, but I think it was just car fire. <laughs> obviously the aliens are here to experiment, and they you know put her through the ringer, and she kept coming out on top. But you know, like you say, they saw inside, they saw her tra- trauma. They saw her trauma. They saw that she, she experienced, and yeah, whether the decision was made or whether they're doing further experiments, but where we left Bryn at the end of the movie, she was happy. She was welcomed by her neighbours. And, yeah, that's where that's where the movie ends. And it's like, ah, oh, this is really not the film that I thought we were going to get. I mean, initially my wife didn't want to watch it. She thought it looked good. But Aliens, Home Invasion, she's like, do you know what? Not for me. That's just going to freak me out. Um, But she's like, and, you know, I was going to watch it one night. I didn't get around to it another night. And I eventually was going to watch it. And she's like, do you know what? Let's just watch it together. And it got to the end. She's like, it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. It's like, yeah, I don't think this film is what people thought it was going to be. It's it's a different kind Mm. of thing. It's a very much 
a thinking film, isn't it? Like, yeah, like there's there's bits that are like there's horror elements, and there's bits that are definitely like, hey, look, that scene was kind of freaky, and yeah, but no, overall, it's not it's not scary as such. It's it's thrilling, and it's it's definitely unique. But yeah, I it, I did have myself scratching my head at the end of it, going like. What did we? What did we just watch? Yeah, and, and again, like I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. You know, it's it's pretty rare that you get to the end of the film, and and you know, I, I was saying there, you know, what the director's take was on the end of the film, and the reason why is because I watched the film, and then I thought, okay, but I still have some questions, so I'm going to jump online and I'm going to see. <laughs> what other people are saying, and it just so happened yeah. that the the director was saying things. Like, oh, okay. Well, I, I'll learn, I'll lean into his take on what he thinks thinks the ending is. But it's an interesting film, and and again, like it it almost came out of nowhere, like a couple of weeks ahead of it being made available. We got that trailer. Yeah, just landed. And I like it when that happens. You know, instead of like, you know, watching that first trailer, it's like, watch this film in six months. I'm like, okay, cool. And then you got more trailers and more posters. <laughs> you about it. Yeah. Where is this film was like, hey, it's coming soon to Hulu. By the way, outside of the US, it's coming to Disney Plus. And here we are. Watched it, reviewed it. Well, if you could rate this movie out of five, what would you what would you give? Uh, no one will save you. Almost forgot the name of the movie there. <laughs> easily done. It is easily done. I, I do it all the time. I, in fact, even now, I think you just said it and I can't remember. No one will save you, I want to say. Is that what it's called? It's a really it's a really good film. Really well-crafted film. The performance by Caitlin Dever, I mean, outside of this film, I'm thinking back to what else I've seen her in. I think she's book smart. I'm sure she's popped up in all the places. I read the other day that she um, she did audition for The Last of Us, the TV show. Oh, yeah. Obviously, didn't get that, but she got this, and I'm so glad that she did get this because so much of this film relies on her. And again, outside of that one line of dialogue, it's a non-verbal performance, and we're getting so much face acting from Caitlin Dever. Like she is fantastic. She carries this film, you know, the the fear, the trauma, like everything. You know, the action when she's fighting off the the aliens, it is it is all here. But I do think it's one of those films that once you've seen it, you know. What I really liked about it is that not knowing what was going to happen, like the unraveling. So I don't think this is going to be one of those repeat viewing films, but for the experience that I had watching it, I really, really enjoyed it. And and the ending, you do feel like you're scratching your head a little bit. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna come in at a a really strong, but four out of five on this one. Look, I'll. I'll say that, look, I, for the most part, I, I liked and enjoyed this movie, and I appreciate what it's doing. It's definitely a unique thing. But I think you, you hit something there where you're like, repeat viewing. 
I don't think I'm going to rush out to to watch this again anytime soon. Don't get me wrong, like the the performance of of Caitlin Dever is is fantastic. She's holding this movie like everything relies on her, and she's doing a fantastic job. Um, the ending does kind of just screw with me, where I'm just like. I, I don't know why we're here or what's happening. Like, I think I get it, but I'm like, uh, I don't know. It it had me scratching my head, and that just kind of annoyed me. Overall, though, like, I, I did enjoy it. I like this movie. But again, there's something about that where I'm just like, I, I don't know if this is necessarily what I wanted or can take away saying, like, that was a hell of a good time it was sort of just like yeah that was that was a movie and it was it was pretty good it was fine i liked it so i'm i'm, I'm gonna be generous more than what i th- i think this is more gonna be like a three but i think no nah, it deserves a bit more so i'm gonna land on a 3.5 just because um not too much of an asshole but again i liked it but yeah i don't know it, it i think obviously like the endings just sort of sat in a weird place with me so Quirky movie, very interesting, um, something different, which I always appreciate. And that's that. You know, to put it in context, right, this is the latest 20th Century Studios movie, Hulu, Disney+. Plus. The one before this, and we also reviewed it, Vacation Friends 2. Mm. Different thing altogether. More different. of this, less of that. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> that's a good place to end this on. Uh, that's it for our review of No One Will Save You. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics. Each of those shows also have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of The Nun 2 and Blue Beetle. And stay tuned for our upcoming review of The Exorcist Believer. You've been listening to Jason. And you've been listening to Luke. Where the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon.